Log Talk Radio. Yes, yes, y'all. You are now listening to the sound of the shofar blowing. The shofar is a ram's horn that is blown to inspire the people to do their thing. And the shofar is blown to coordinate a king or a queen. And today the shofar is being blown to call us to become better men, to call us to go from being good men to God men, to call us to step into divine masculinity. And for all the ladies that are listening, maybe you can help support any men that you know to help uh, in that process. You're listening to Full Show Holistic Health on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm your host, Shofar, from Full Show Energy Work. And today, my guest is Stefanos Safandos, and he has worked and coached elite special force soldiers, uh, Olympic gold medalists, and multiple world champion fighters. And his mission statement is to bring deeper levels of presence, leadership, and consciousness in everything that we men do while creating a new paradigm of powerful and healthy masculinity. And so, and he's the next guest of Full Show Holistic Health. How you doing? Oh, well, my man. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, man. No question. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, really well, brother. I just, uh, well, I want to say sunny Southern California, but it's it's June gloom, so it's not so sunny. <laughs> no, man, and, and, and I felt like uh, we, we got a little, I won't say cheated, but, but we had made gray too, so it's like, shoot. <laughs> oh, no, you no, know, no, it's, it's, it's been uh, been a month and a half of it now, but, I mean, it, yeah. on the other end, though, the super bloom and all the green, mm. that's, that's the other side of it, right? Oh, that was epic. Super bloom was epic. I'm loving it, man. Well, cool. You know, um, I always tell the family out there, like, for Stefanos. And, and by the way, am I pronouncing your name correctly, brother? Yeah, Stefanos or Stefanos is fine. Yeah, well, it, it's all Stephanos. good, man. I'm not one to get – yeah, Stefanos is, is the original pronunciation, but I'm, no, I'm no, uh, not going to get easily offended, so it's all good, brother. Cool, cool. Well, you know, I always try to look to do it the right, the correct way, though. I tell people like this. Thank you. I, you know, when people come from other cultures and stuff, it's like, oh, just call me this or whatever. It's like, no, let me let – me, let me, let me get it right now. If I can't get it right, you know, a couple of times I'm not gonna keep saying it wrong. But um, so I, but uh, <laughs> Stefano. So I got you. Um, hey, I appreciate cool, you being on. And I tell people that you know, for his backstory and for more about him, we're gonna need some time at the end so you can tell people uh, what you got coming up, and then also so they can you know just dive deeper into you and and check your stuff out. So let's go ahead and dive in on this. Um, you know, I, I, I love what you're doing on Instagram. I mean, the, the writing and stuff. Uh, by the way, I got to ask you, do you have a book in the making? Because you, with your posts and stuff, you need to have a book, bro. <laughs> yeah, the answer is an absolute yes. Absolute yes. Yeah, I've, I've written a book already, and um, I've actually got a couple of books in the making. But, um, yeah, yeah, there's, uh, there's one, one specifically that I'm working on right now, and I'm very okay. excited about that. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I, I'm excited about checking it out. Uh, so the first thing I want to ask you about is right now in the media and what's going on, you know, we're still fresh off of the Me Too waves and all of that, uh, toxic masculinity. And that's kind of like, I mean, patriarchy, unfortunately, kind of lumps, like, I think, all men together. I think with consciousness, people have started to make the distinction, like, well, it's not all men, it's the toxic masculinity. And toxic masculinity kind of has a, a thing of, you know, taking and exploiting. Uh, 
but divine masculinity or conscious masculinity is more like giving everything. So can you speak a little bit about those distinctions for us? Yeah, I love where you're going with this. I love the way you've articulated it. So for me, when I, when I really peel everything back, it's all divine, it's all sacred. It's all part of the bigger picture. Without the dark, we don't know the light. Without the light, we don't know the dark. So it's all, all masculinity per se is sacred. All femininity is sacred and divine. Where we get stuck is that we sometimes behave extremely in these expressions and they become distorted and morphed over time into a way that's undesirable for us. And it's undesirable socially, it's undesirable relationally, it's undesirable um, soulfully, basically. And so when we, we're speaking to toxic masculinity, by no means are we saying that masculinity itself as a construct or as, as a presence in this, in this world is toxic by default. No way. We're talking about right. extreme expressions or extremely unhealthy expressions of a way of being. And masculine feminine mm. expressions exist in all sentient beings, full stop. And so we're talking about masculinity being, or, or, or toxic masculinity being out of control. We're talking just about extreme behaviors that is uh, compounded over long periods of time that are more disconnecting and isolating as opposed to collaborating and unifying. And they're separating. They're essentially separate actions that compound over long periods of time that become our norm, that become the way we live and move through the world. And so, you know, we're talking to toxic masculinity. We have to be careful because part of the discourse and the narrative around that is that, oh, okay, so people think that all masculinity is toxic. It's not the way. It's def- and that, that's, right. that's, that's dangerous to be, to be treading in those waters. And so we have, to, we have to understand that there's more to it than just that. I love it. To make that distinction... Anytime I think we, as human beings, when we make these blanket statements across all groups of people, you know, that then we're starting to tread in some really uh, murky, you know, uh, waters. And so to make that distinction, like you're saying, I think is key. And so let's talk about some of the qualities of divine masculinity, the way that you see it is like um, I saw in your Instagram, you were talking about one of the secrets to it is being able to receive. Can you, can you speak mm. a little bit about that? Yeah, so for any, for any posture to be healthy, it has to be able to tap into its counterpart or its to polarity, its polarity. So receiving is a feminine energy. The masculine is a giving energy. And so when the masculine, the divine masculine or the masculine is in, its, in a healthy, expressive state, it has to have a capacity to receive. So an example of that, we can look at an intimate relationship between two people. And if that, and we can just use a man and woman, a normative um, heterosexual relationship just for simplicity's sake but it can apply to every any dynamic and every any relationship style or type but if a man is giving love and giving attention and giving affection and so forth but he can't receive the compliments and the affection and the touch and the and the love and the care and the compassion and the nurturing from his woman then he's not he's not actually complete as a man and so, right. and that, that could be a really controversial thing to say, but let's think about that for a minute. When I say complete, I'm talking about wholeness. I'm talking about feeling wholeness. We are whole, mm. full stop. But if we don't perceive it, if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't recognize it, then we can't act in that wholeness. And that's, 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 a, that's a detriment to us. And so mm. this, these healthy masculine postures, when we're talking about giving and receiving, we're talking about doing that and being that in equanimity knowing when to give, knowing when to receive, knowing when to replenish ourselves, 
because as, as, as human beings, we can give and give and give. And sometimes it comes from unhealthy places where we're giving because we want to be liked or we're coming from a wounding or we have a fear of um, not being liked or appreciated or seen. And so we give and we give and we give and we try and become likable. Or we're, we're just so committed to, to service even. We're so committed to being selfless that we give and give and we're giving from an empty cup. And so for men to receive, it's really powerful because it allows us to be seen for who we are and be appreciated and we can take ownership of that. We can then take accountability of our truth and then we can give from an overflowing cup and we can give from the saucer, from the, the, the overflow that's going into the saucer instead of giving, giving from the cup that's depleting. But we can only give authentically when we're able to receive. So that, that's the, the balance there of being a, a healthy human being in that sense. I love it. Yeah, the, the the balance of being able to receive and give uh, and to be holistic, to be a whole being, it really is like, I'd like to say like with our breathing, you know, the whole mm. yin and yang, the, the, the exhale, inhale, like we, to that level, even at the cellular level, the cellular respiration, like we can't escape this need for the in and out, for the giving and receiving of things. And our, our very life force d- d- depends on it. Mm. Very yep. cool. Wow. Uh, so, and uh, Stefanos, um, knowing ourselves at depth uh, with consistent presence, that was, you have a lot of quotables on your Instagram page. Like, again, mm-hmm. side note, people go on this page and just read through all of the stuff the brother has on there. It's like a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, you said, knowing ourselves at depth with consistent presence. Um, can you speak mm-hmm. a little bit to that? Yeah, man. So for me, presence is a big part of what it means to be a healthy masculine man in contemporary times. And the consistency of any practice that carries value is empowering. And it also makes us safe and stable as men. And so consistency makes us to some degree predictable. If we're consistent in our behavior and we show up and we're not reactive or volatile, we become stable and and predictable. Maybe predictable is not the right word because Sometimes in this context, it could be a connotation of boring associated with predictable, but I don't mean it in that way. I mean it in the way of safety and sacredness in, in being stable as a man in this world. And so people aren't second-guessing us. And so presence is our ability to be attentive to what's happening in the moment and not be carried away in our minds or in our bodies elsewhere. So we're giving our full attention to someone. That means a great deal to people when we're able to be fully present and see them without judgment or with minimal judgment. That's powerful, and that's also very, uh, it's endearing, essentially. So when we're consistent in our presence, people can know what to expect. Therefore, they feel safe and stable, and they can open themselves up and be more vulnerable. In an intimate relationship, in sexuality, for example, if a man is present to the woman, and he's present to the, or the presence of the divine feminine within that human being, and he sees her, and he holds her, and he's safe, and he's, and he's regular in his responses, and his reactivity, and or rather his responses or his activity, and he, she sees that and notices that she will open to him. She will not only open her heart, her soul, her mind, she'll open her body to him. And that's beautiful. Right, right, right. You know, I thought what you're saying there, because a lot of times when you talk about consistency, a lot of us men, without knowing, sometimes knowing me, but a lot of times we're just consistent assholes. <laughs> you know, yep, that's right. You, you're we just now. consistently yep. don't, you know what I mean? Like we're not present and we're yeah. not aware of, of what's going on with them. 
<laughs> of course, of course, I'm hearing you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you. That's, 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 that's my point. Like, you know, we, we're consistently, we're consistently, we can be consistently proficient at anything. So if you, you know, right. I'll use an extreme example of shooting heroin. If you shoot heroin regularly every day, you're going to become very proficient at that because you're consistent in that behavior. And so do you want to be mm. consistent in that behavior or do you want to be consistent in being present, showing up for people and serving yourself and others? Right. I love it. Powerful. Yeah. Got you. And, and you know, one of the things uh, that would help, I think, a lot of men uh, step into being more consistent in a way that would be good for themselves, their women, their families, and Furthermore, the you know society is rites of passage. Can you speak a little mm. bit about the need for that? Oh, big, big fan, big fan of of rites of passage, man. We lack rites of passage in today's world. Meaningful rites of passage in today's world. You know, in the old days, the word teenager is really a new word in in the in in language. It really was mm. boys, men. You, you, you had your adolescents and then men. And the transition was a rite of passage. And so I speak to this deeply mm-hmm. in my programs and in my teachings, and I'm just a big fan of opening up this, this narrative around rites of passage. Our rites of passage in modernity is, hey, you're 21 now and you can drink alcohol. Or, you, know, <laughs> you get your driver's license or you graduate high school. And, and some of these, some of these are meaningful rites of passage. And others... Right. Not so much, and that's about all we have. This this transition of boys to men is is challenging. I mean, the reality is, man, with the divorce rates and partnerships breaking up, young boys don't have solid men in their lives, and that's there's a combination of it's a, that's a deep socio-cultural, socio-economic, geopolitical issue there, and so young boys don't have solid men in their lives to look up to. Most of t- most of the teachers, the gender is female, so they they'll bring a stronger feminine energy. And so, and again, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that there's no right. balance, counterbalance or a healthy masculine energy in the majority of young boys' lives in contemporary times. Mm-hmm. But in the old days, it was, you're about to become a man. And some, look, let me be honest, some of the rites of passage in certain cultures during the years are horrific, man. They're fucking right. horrific. I mean, they're not necessarily something I'd say, hey, let's go and do this now. But <laughs> they, they did have a formula, right? And so that part of the formula was, being supported by a tribe of elders that had gone through that rite of passage. Challenge, inherent challenge is part of those rites of passage. We're not taught to challenge ourselves. We, we, we move away from challenge. We're scared of challenge. Challenge forged the, the epicness of man throughout mm-hmm. our evolution, and we've moved away from that. Another part of the formula is solitude and, and becoming acquainted with oneself on their own being connected to nature. We live in cities. We don't have that. Um, and, 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 and so connected to nature is a big part of that formula. Let me go back to solitude for a moment. We're not in solitude because solitude is deliberate. We're isolated as men. Isolation is passive. It's meek. It's weak. We feel scared to communicate. We don't feel seen. We hide away from the world. Solitude is a deliberate act that we take, that we make as men that propels us into acquainting ourselves with the fullness and the depth and the intricacy of who we are. We lack this in today's society. And so we're, we're breeding boys in adult bodies, essentially. 
We're, we're breeding shame. We're breeding guilt. We're breeding disconnection and isolation from self. People or men aren't really adhering to and feeling their own values. And it's disrupting women, society, children, families, community, all of that and more. Wow. Wow. Just family go back. This is what he just said. Lots of gems there. Uh, I'll let you all to praise them, but I'm telling you that was some good stuff right there. Uh, the, the, the solitude and isolation piece, even just, just that. Uh, making the distinctions between the two vibrations of those, like, uh, you know, because sometimes when we think we, you know, we're cutting ourselves off uh, or we're being cut off in a, in a passive way as opposed to doing it for the purpose of uh, deeper introspection so that we can bring forth our, uh, another version of ourselves. Powerful, powerful. Mm. And, you know, one of the things, uh, Stephanos, that makes uh, men not do the rights of passage or not even – seek out, uh, you know, once we step out of the, the, uh, the period of uh, solitude, uh, is stepping into brotherhood. But you spoke mm. on your Instagram about um, hyper-competitiveness. Can you speak about that some? Yeah, definitely, man. So that's a big, that's a big component. I, I, mentioned, I touched on this in the rites of passage that the boys would be surrounded by men that were really, that had gone through the rites of passage before and they had support. We, you know, I have a private Facebook group, brother, The Conscious Man, and, and there's about 1,400 men in that group and very active community. And one of the biggest pain points that so many men face is isolation, feeling alone, not having a brotherhood. You know, our masculinity, mm. honestly, is in, in part predicated on our brothers. Our self-identity as men is predicated on surrounding ourselves with supportive brothers and healthily competitive brothers, brothers that will challenge us and take us to our edge and call us out on our bullshit and keep us accountable and help us grow. So many men lack that. I feel blessed that I have that in my life. So many men lack the opportunity to really be seen by other brothers. And that's the hyper-competitiveness because they're too scared to be seen and they're too scared of being shamed because that's in part the culture that we live in, the norm of, of how we treat each other and ourselves and this high level of uh, individuality that's a priority over our, our, our small groups or, or brethren. And so that's, a, that's a mm. such an important point for men to come into a, a connected brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. You know, and you, like mm. you said, the, the part there about being scared, uh, scared of being seen and uh, I know another thing that you had said uh, said was uh, what was it? Um, I'm trying to remember about hiding is egotistical. Can you speak yes. a little bit on that? Like about the connection between hiding and being egoic. Yeah, and that, that's that's a bit of a paradox on that one too. And I can't quite remember the context that I would have said that in. But let me let me elaborate from this perspective now. And so, when we hide away from the world, it's it's our ego that is scared and fearful of being seen. It's our ego mm -hmm. that's scared of being shunned or being oppressed. And so when we hide our gifts from the world or we hide our truth from the world, it's our ego saying, you're not good enough. We're not good enough. We've been treated like that for so long. Let's not take the risk of being seen because there's too much pain associated with that. And so mm -hmm. when men do that and they become passive and meek and weak, that they're not in their full masculinity. And let me tell you something right now, that's not attractive to the feminine in any capacity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Totally. Totally. If anything, is uh, repulsive. It actually uh, yes. turns off the feminine, which at a very primal level uh, 
it needs to. Like, yeah. we forget about Mother Nature, I think, sometimes, uh, Stephanos, in this culture is because we, we've been very domesticated. And for a lot of people in this culture, I mean, there are places in the world where people still got to get up and hunt for their food or they don't know what they're going to eat or sleep in the day. But in places where there's more comfort, people have, uh, over time, we forget the cutthroat nature of the divine feminine. Like, it wants the most strong and powerful to make and move forward. And it's yeah. it, and it's it, it's not um uh and it's not uh, any uh, apologies about that. It's like mm. you know what I mean, like survival of the fittest, you know. And 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 the, like you spoke to earlier, a lot of men we've lost the edge about knowing that at a deep level. Mm. It's like oh well, you know I'm I'm a good guy, you know, so she should like me. No, it's like fine-tune ourselves so that we can bring the best version of ourselves to her. A uh, couple more things, because I know the time goes, uh, it's a great conversation, and I know the time goes mm. over here. Uh, I wanted to ask you about the importance of clarity about what we value. Man, a lot of men so are not clear us, about that. Mm, yeah, I was one of those men. I was very much one of those men, not clear about what I valued, not clear about what I wanted in life, not clear on what my values were, and so I lived to the I played or danced to the tune of someone else's melody. I, I really did that. And, mm. and I minimized myself and maximized others. And again, I did that in a hyper-aggressive way because I got so angry with myself that, and frustrated. Mm. I didn't know it at the time. I couldn't connect the dots at the time. I was so frustrated that I wasn't living my truth that I would take it out because I felt less of a man. So I would, I would, I would be hyper-masculine and I would then be hyper-aggressive in the world and angry and extreme in my mm. behavior to compensate for the pain of minimizing myself. And so many men do that. Mm. You see it all the time. I pick, pick them out a mile away. Men that are hyper-aggressive and, and loud and, 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 and egoic in their, in their demeanor is because they're so wounded and coming from pain and really just hiding from the world. And they're, they're too scared to actually live in their truth, which is something that is more bonding and connecting because that's intimacy and intimacy is vulnerability. And most men are scared of vulnerability. Most people are because it leaves us open and raw and requires a great deal of courage. Again, something that most men and most of us in our society, we're not, we don't come from a culture of courage like the ancients did. And so part of that is because of our environment, part of that is because of other systemic parameters, and part of that is because we're just, it's not something that's it's, it's not a popular norm. You know, to say, go challenge yourself, it's not popular in, in today's society, really. I mean, we, we, it's becoming mm-hmm. more prevalent and we're becoming more resilient. But to say purposely mm-hmm. challenge yourself and grow, it's not, it's not really it's, how can we make our life as easy as possible. And so having clarity on who you want to be, part of that comes from being resilient and, and pushing your edges and getting to know deeper aspects of yourself. That gives you clarity. And then you can live your values. And that's another conversation because... Being clear and then acting on your clarity are two different things, and both require mm-hmm. courage in different um, different expressions. I love that. Wow, family. Yeah, uh, check that. Check check deeper into what was just said there too. It's one thing. It takes courage to even do the work to get clear about what we want, but then a whole another another vibration, a whole another part of ourselves to actually carry it out. There's courage in that too. Yes. Wow, powerful. Very powerful. I feel like if we don't say at least one, talk a little bit about sex or whatever as it pertains to the, <laughs> the divine masculine, that we, you know, we probably would be leaving out a major portion. So I at least want to get one thing on there about like 
consensual, uh, I think, uh, eroticism or, you know, the connection between um, divine union. Can you speak a little bit about the role, as you see it, uh, with the, the divine masculine's role in sacred union? Mm, that's a great question. Um, and I know that's like a, that could be like a whole other show, but, you know, just a little something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. De- definitely, man. I-, I can, I can definitely touch on that. The, the, the masculine role, uh, the healthy masculine role in sacred union, is to really traverse the unknown and traverse the mystery. And the mystery is the feminine. The, the mm. mystery is feminine energy. And so, when a man chooses, or the masculine chooses, to go deep into the mystery that is the feminine. That's a foundational component of sacred union from a masculine's perspective. It's the willingness to go into the unknown, to go into the uncharted oceans of the, the divine feminine, of the sacred feminine. Also, in addition to that, it's to, it is to be a healthy container and, and a vision of stability and reliance for others. That's a part of the sacred union. Of course, to be that container with with healthy boundaries, of course. And the, the time and space is the domain of the masculine. And so when the masculine takes ownership of his domains, whether it's presence, whether it's um, discernment, whether it's introspection, whether it's being purposeful, whether it's being, um, being clear and honoring and, and holding to that warrior energy, when the masculine takes hold of that that's essentially his role the role of the masculine is to honor his gifts in the world and to be that and to be that in an unwavering way whilst holding healthy boundaries for what comes in what enters his sphere of reality that's his role in sacred union and that's the polarity love it love it and i think as more more of us men step into that, more women are going to want us to, yeah, I love the, the, the term you use, to traverse the mystery. Like, yeah. I, I'll take some of that, you know. Um, yeah. You just got to we step into it, man. Wow. Powerful, powerful stuff. Yeah, well, you know, uh, time, the time goes uh, by very quickly, and so we're already at our 30 mm. minutes here. So what I want to yeah. always, you know, leave is time for people to know uh, about uh, how they can get, you know, more, you know, like I know you said you had the book, you have uh, workshops or different things, you do coaching. So just please tell people what you got going on so they can get more of it if they want. Absolutely. Thank you, my man. So you can reach out to me. My social media handle is Stephanos Safandos. My website is stephanossafandos.com and my other website, reclaimyourkingdom.com. And that's an intensive eight-week immersive men's program that um, kicks in, that kicks in um, July 17th. I'm very, very excited about that. It's all things masculinity, eight powerful principles for being a more, a whole man in this world. We talk about relationships, mm-hmm. mindset, leadership, physiology, health, vitality, wellness. Man, it's epic. And, and I can't wait to go deep. We talk about brotherhood, how to create that in our lives. And it's just all things men. And I'm very excited about that. Very powerful. And, you know, definitely appreciate uh, you doing the, the doing this work out here. It's much needed. It's a time for it. Uh, the shift is happening, and you're part of, of that tide, so definitely appreciate you, bro. Thank you, brother, and I appreciate this conversation and us getting together. Thank you so much. No question, man. Keep shining. Well, and again, family, we appreciate y'all. Much love to y'all out there listening, and 
through time and space, those of y'all listening in the future, you know, to, to our voices and everything, we appreciate y'all as well. And again, this is Full Show Holistic Health on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shofar, from Full Show Energy Work. Y'all keep shining, keep climbing. Peace.